Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Pop Spot Podcast. I'm Damien Huffington. Now, there's no denying that Jessica Malboy is an immense musical talent, but she's just an all-around amazing human being as well. It was my immense pleasure to chat to her from lockdown in Sydney. We caught up about The Voice Australia, her joining TikTok, and the importance of NIDOC Week. Malboy, hello. Hello. How are we doing? Because right now we are in we're both in Sydney, but obviously distant um, and in lockdown. So how are you coping? <laughs> Look, I'm. I have nothing to complain about. You know, there's. Um, we're all in lockdown. We're all in this together. Um, like to say, but look, it's um, a bit of a quick turn and um, a bit devastated. But you know, um, I'm currently home and I'm talking with a fabulous yourself and uh, yeah, look, you're just trying to do work from home. And you've got a cuddle buddy there as well? I do. I have a cuddle buddy. He's, um, my little pup Leo, he's about 10 months old. So yeah, he's um, yeah, he's been a really good friend during these times. Does that make him a pandemic puppy? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, look, he's, he's actually been a dream. Um, I've always wanted my own pup and, um, oh, you know, I always want a, a, a little pet at home. And, um, yeah, he's been really great company and he's a, he's a cocker spaniel actually. He's a, he's a very smart dog. Um, he's a doodle. In fact, he's a crossbreed. So he's, uh, he's very smart. Sounds like he'll keep you warm <laughs> as well. <laughs> now, obviously, pandemic is still going on here in Australia. We just had this, you know, sort of third, fourth wave. I don't know what we're calling it. But how have you been impacted as a performer? Because a lot of people had to cancel shows. A lot of people were going to travel internationally and perform. How has it affected you? It, it really has kind of rocked the boat of all things in my life. And I think more personally on the business side, you know, like I, I feel like every weekend, every second night I'm, I'm performing somewhere, whether it be a corporate, whether it be a festival, whether it be in front of 30,000 or in front of five people or, you know, working with my team, you know, we're constantly kind of having some type of opportunity arise and, um, and working it out. But um, it's things like that that I guess keep you on the go and, from a business point of view, you're yeah, you're constantly talking to someone different daily. <laughs> yeah. But uh, 
Yeah, it's very much down to, you know, my core team now. We're constantly just trying to think of new things and how we get around to things and how do we make things happen. And, and right now, Zoom is everyone's best friend. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> We've gotten used to the whole online factor and trying to, you know, keep everybody safe meanwhile. And have you still got family in Darwin? Because that would make things hard. Yeah, no, all my mob are up in the Northern Territory and, uh, you know, they, you know, mum's always constantly calling, how are you? Are you, you know, is, um, are you keeping your distance? Are you wearing your mask? <laughs> um, As mums so I've do. Got, I've got... Um, I've got a worried family, but also, you know, I worry about them as well. You know, I'd like to keep them safe and, and other families out there who are just waiting to see their families. Yeah. Had you thought about fleeing up to Darwin and just sort of quarantining and staying for a while? Uh, I have thought about it many times. Um, I think kind of getting the regular testing, you know, and just making sure that I can get, you know, my work done and keeping my team safe and well and and getting work as much as we can just to kind of get by. So, yeah, look, you know, I've heard so many stories about artists having to reschedule their tours and doing Zoom recording sessions and stuff like that. I've jumped on the bandwagon, though, and um, just, you know, kind of keeping it cool. Now, one thing you didn't have to reschedule and some work that's on the go is being a judge slash coach on The Voice. How did that come about? (laughs) Look, this is um, something very different, very wild for me. It's very out of my comfort zone. I'm, I'm normally, you know, just love being on stage and love performing, you know, songs that I've written um, over so many years and, you know, wooing a crowd, really. That's kind of always been, you know, my comfort zone and re- just relating to the, you know, community and, and the crowd and, and being in the studio when I can, when I can and, and, and writing a new song. So that's my world. And just to paint the picture, this being a coach to another artist um, respectfully was, um, I was literally on the edge of my seat, just kind of feeling all kinds of emotions, high, low memories of being, you know, being an artist. And when I first started and, how I got here in first place, like a lot of that came rushing to my head whilst working with these incredible artists. I'm so excited to see the outcome and and see the results and and see how I connect with the greater Australian person out there. So yeah, it's something that I'm I'm really proud of doing. You know, stepping up in in, in this title and um you know being that leader in leadership in in, in the music role you know, as a music person and it's so nice to be able to give someone knowledge of, you know, who I am and how I did it and that I still love it, that I'm still in love with music and I'll do it forever. And it's a very full circle moment because it was 15 years ago that you stood in front of Mark (laughs) Dicko and Marsha out in the outback, flies buzzing around, singing your heart out and, look, we fell in love with you back then. Now you're on this big shiny stage with a moving chair. Like how times have changed. Um, yeah, look, it is a bit of a full circle and, you know, a lot has changed. You know, I was 16 then, very just kind of in this big ocean, not knowing how music works, you know, the, you know, the whole kind of networking thing, the business building. I had no clue. And what I know now is really, 
it's fruitful. Like I'm really happy to know what I know now and become the strong woman that I am. You know, as well as a boss lady, as well as a business person, as well as a you know still remaining a friend and a family person, and yet being able to do what I love and be able to I don't know give that to some another artist to be able to become that and want that just as bad as I want it. Pay it forward. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's 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 when I think back and you just painting that picture of being in front of those judges at the time, um, who were also coaches who were behind the scenes. No one got to see that stuff, but they um, you know, they really shone the light on being a leader and I wanted that too and more. So it's so nice to I guess continue to have and it's important to have a, a music industry that you know has so many people that want to help, and I, I guess that's why I love it too so much because I, I just want to be the that person that um that helps another. When you sort of came out of Idol, who did you look look up to? Who did you lean on? Who was your sort of mentor outside of that Idol bubble? Oh, um, look, there's, there were so many people that came out during that time. Um, I felt like I had to lean more on my family. Um, my parents and because there was just so much glitz and glamour and you know, traveling and cars and planes and like I, I had never been on so many cars and planes in my life at the age of 16 it was um <laughs> I was seeing new faces that I didn't know like people that were celebrities or I you know I had no idea about and it was just kind of I felt like just a really newbie and 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 to be where I am now and to kind of walk in the, in the steps of, um, you know, of my family and just staying true to who I am and where I come from, I think that's what kind of really kept me going. But, yeah, I most definitely learned from my family. I'm one of five girls, so, you know, my sisters kind of never let it down <laughs> you know, about, you know, becoming famous or being a celebrity or being someone that everyone, you know, wants to be like. They never, they never treated me any differently. and. I think that's what kind of kept me, kept my feet solid on the ground as well as having people that just made me feel normal. And, and that felt great to me too, you know, coming from a small town, like and dreaming big, but also just remaining true to what I've been taught and how to do things and respect and, and act right and, you know, and be a good person. Absolutely. We spoke about things changing and being different from 15 years ago. You know, back then we had CD singles and you'd rush out and buy, you know, Jess Malboy's new album at Sanity. Um, And we'd we'd vote on video hits for your top 10, all that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. We've shifted now to the whole Spotify, YouTube, pre-save, and now TikTok. How have you found this shift from this sort of analogue digital space, uh, analogue CD space to this streaming digital space? How do you find that as an artist? Yeah, look, I found it difficult at first. And, I, you know, I you know, I was only just getting to understand the whole, the CDs, the kind of, um, the tapes and stuff like that. So coming into like this whole new digital world, you know, it's still new to me. Like I'm still kind of like, oh, wow, what's that? Like <laughs> just getting, I'm still getting to know it, although, you know, it's, it's been in the process. You know, I, I still think of like all the other platforms we used to use or the, the very little platforms we used to have on the Microsoft <laughs> so, and the floppy disk. Yeah. And, um, 
yeah, it's it's really hard, you know, and for anyone having to kind of learn a new thing, I think we're all still kind of adjusting to being online and connecting through this new um, new way of, of meeting and, and doing business. But yeah, it's it's still exciting. Like I think there's so much that we don't know and, and so much to to kind of explore and be able to, I guess, introduce music to just different levels of business and on the online world. But yeah, it's <laughs> it's taken me a while. Like I, I'm still kind of like, huh? <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, it's cool because I mean, the access is just like, you know, you get it instantly, which is so crazy. Yeah. Um, but also at the same time, you know, you're watching all these new, the new younger generation just kind of, they are beating it up. They know, ev- they know everything. They they know which where to go on the site. They know, you know how to do the moves. They they know how to record. They they're just literally they're little weapons now. You know, no more <laughs> no more recording videos off Rage. It's it's all about the YouTube. No no no, they're doing it from home. <laughs> On their little laptop. The irony of it is, is that vinyl and cassettes have made this massive comeback, <laughs> and yet most of the time you have to go online to an artist's website to buy the analog product. <laughs> to buy them. <laughs> yeah. Look, we're, we're trying to kind of keep that, you know, we're trying to keep that gold because that time and that era, it was just simple because the technology was simple. You know, um, the more we make and create, the more we have to play with I guess but you know when, when we look back at the more simpler things I think we still kind of crave that we do we do we, we think we think of that time and and we just go oh, how simple that was just to kind of just to play it like that or you know to, to find something in a store and if it wasn't there you'd be asking the you know the person when you know when is the next batch coming in when is the yep yep <laughs> Um, you know, and then they'll you you legit you go in the next week and they're they're sitting sitting on the on the shelf. So yeah, it's um you know I think the physical has changed a lot, um a lot and dramatically. To and you know we're just having to kind of rediscover and and find a new way really. Yeah, and one of those new ways is TikTok, which you've recently joined. Uh, how are you Woo! finding the whole experience? <laughs> Look, it's been, again, it's, um, like I said, this whole digital world is still kind of like an ooh and ah for me. Like I'm still being wowed and, and also kind of intimidated too by all these amazing, talented, normal people creating things in their lounge room or their bathroom or their toilet. Like <laughs> you can create, you can create content anywhere and everywhere and it's exciting um i'm literally smiling from ear to ear like just saying that out loud and it's intimidating but it's also exciting because you kind of want to you want to prove yourself like these young generation are teaching myself just to kind of just to go for it and i like that to not be afraid um you know i think you know we're so used to being in our in our room creating our little content 20 or a thousand times and making it right and now you're seeing it be a one take which is really really cool I think you know this is kind of expression way um and visually whether you have makeup on or whether you don't I think it's it's so nice to be in a in a world of TikTok that allows you to just really be genuine and I think that's a really important thing 
you know, the, the way we're moving in a digital world, if we can still have the best of, you know, having a high life, but also having a very simple and, um, you know, on a budget life. You yeah. know, it, it's really nice to be able to be kind of, uh, I don't know, to be grounded by this level of content that we get to see on TikTok. Now, you've only just joined officially, but it seems like a lot <laughs> yeah. of your songs and that have been floating around on TikTok for a while. Were you surprised at how much your music comes up and how much people have stitched with it and created content with it? I was. I was genuinely surprised. I was also just excited that, you know, people are still listening to a song that I created a version. Wow. 15, 14 years ago, and, you know, it's still kind of circling. It's really nice to be able to have a place where you could be kind of reminded about how people emotionally feel of, of that time, you know, and bringing it in a new modern twist. So it's such a really exciting place to, you know, when I first saw, um, I think it was a, a song off of Been Waiting, my first record, Been Waiting, um, and, a, and a version of a track, Time After Time, written by Cindy Lawfer. And I'd done a version uh, with a really good friend of mine, Audius, and he'd actually sent me a a video of um, a few people actually doing a a TikTok, you know, their own kind of TikTok movement and Corey to the song. And I literally like bawled my eyes out. I was so happy, but also so emotional um, that these young kids know about that song. And you know, a, a creating movement or, you know, um, an emotional kind of content. Like, it's just so nice to be able to see music being created in a different way, you know, whether it's kind of reusing content or just creating it, talking about it. You know, there's, there's just whole different ways of being able to stay connected and create something with music. Uh, I, yeah, I just literally got emotional and I just thought, wow, I, you know, I, I want to be able to create. And so I did. I think I went on and I created some content of watching that person's content and just instantly being wowed and, you know, watching it for the first time. I think creating content where you're watching it for the first time was exciting and also exciting to that fan or that person that created it. Well, yeah. they, they were even getting excited when you were liking their video. So resharing it, I think <laughs> we <we're> just <laughs> love it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, which I think is, it's so it was just so exciting too because we literally we're you know we're we're communicating and I think that that's the most important is that we're all reaching out to each other on this platform so you know get that gives us that legit access and instantly. Now I see you've already got some singing videos up there as well where you're inviting people to sing along and harmonize <laughs> with you. How is that going? <laughs> Look, um, there were moments where I was recording some content and I kind of backtracked a little bit because I just thought, wow, this song is way too vocally difficult. And I know that there are some people that are just learning how to sing. So I got to, I got to kind of have a bit of both, you know, so uh, <laughs> I got to have, have a bit of both of, you know, how to sing it, but also, you know, how to kind of sing talk it if you just sing talk or if you do have vibrato, well, let's do vibrato or. So there's variations of how people can sing and how to teach it. So I think that it's so nice and and inviting. I think it's really wonderful that, you know, I have the opportunity to be able to do that and create that on TikTok. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Now, some other content you've got coming up surrounds NIDOC Week, which is obviously a big event. Um, for, for what? People- for people who don't understand what NIDOT Week is and how important it is, can you explain it? Look, it's just really it's acknowledging, you know, the Indigenous culture. It's really telling. It's a platform that gives access for Indigenous or non-Indigenous Australians to be able to understand, you know, and uncover history if you don't know about it. But also um, in a new modern twist, of knowing, you know, the younger generation and how they how they project who they are and their identity and where they've come from and their bloodline. And it's really a platform that also a week, really. And the fact that it's only a week, I think when we think about NADOC, I think, you know, we're trying to think of it as an everyday dialogue and everyday thinking where it is a part of our lifestyle. It is a part of where we come from and, you know, the land that we walk on spiritually you know, and traditions for a lot of communities around and keeping it alive. It's really about telling stories, keeping it alive. And if you don't know anything about Indigenous history, you know, it gives you that access to understand different stories and where they come from and who was telling them first, um, you know, to who's telling it now. It's such a very colourful, beautiful week where you practice song, you practice dance within the culture and the traditions and, yeah, know a little bit more about it and, and know a little bit more. You know, you might you may have an Indigenous friend, you may have, uh, you may know of or you might follow someone. I think it's, it's really important to, um, you know, to keep that alive and keep understanding and keep educating and finding it as well. I think that's the exciting part. Yeah, absolutely. Now, TikTok is doing a week of like special performances and you're going to hold some Q&As and that sort of thing as well? I sure am. I'm, I'm really excited. I mean, there's there's so much to it. You know, I, I, I think coming on and being a leader and being able to bring, you know, a lot of that community to light, um, you know, there'll be shout outs, I'm sure of, you know, just shouting out to Indigenous businesses out there that, you know, are, are creating so much, whether it's T-shirts, whether, you know, their earrings, you know, accessories, and also song lines as well, you know. So we've got a lot of Indigenous businesses that, you know, whether it's through painting, that are being able to express their stories and, and their history through their work. So 
it's going to be exciting to be able to shout out to them and be able to share my stories and things that I grew up with, the values and, and the respect of my community and my family and kind of like an everyday, you know, what, what was it like for me growing up, you know, in Darwin. So there's going to be a lot of tittle tattling on stories that I grew up with and childhood memories, but also, uh, you know, leaders that encouraged me within the community that I had to lean on growing up in Australia and and just be able to have fun with it and, and just bring people on board and, and share. Do you find it hard uh, now that you're sort of working in Sydney in the, in the entertainment industry to sort of stay connected to your heritage? I, you know, I found it hard at first. You know, I thought it was going to be difficult for me and, and I moved away when I was about 16 years old and I commuted back and forth as much as I can, which allowed me to keep going. And I think, I think if I didn't do that, I, I think if I just kind of stayed put in Sydney, then yeah, it, it, it definitely would have created something else, oh, you know, created heartache. But, you know, my family are very close and, you know, we talk every day, um, we tell stories every day and we have a good laugh, whether it's on the phone or whether I'm flying there and, and spend a week or two weeks. I never miss any of my, my family's birthdays, apart from this COVID situation. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, this will kind of continue, but, you know, I've, I've remained very strong with my family and, and, and the connection there. And I, I have picture memories as well. So picture memories for me are so important. You know, I, I find myself standing with visually standing at the Casuarina Beach or the Nicholas Beach, you know, with my feet in the salty water, half in the water and half in the sand. It's, yeah, it's something that, you know, I really keep close to when I am missing them and when I am kind of away for, you know, periods of time. I just, I'm so visually connected. Like, I literally see the whole of Darwin and it's so nice to be able to have that in my heart and in my mind and I never get sad when I have that in my mind. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. Uh, before we go, um, been nearly two years since Hilda came out. When are we going to see some new music yes. from Jessica Malboy? Oh, wow. It's so wild to think it's almost been two years. It doesn't um, feel like that well, long. Well, no, it, it has been two years. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you're right. It doesn't seem that, that long. Um, yeah, look, I, I, I'm currently working on new music, which I'm really excited about. I've been working with some really cool cats and new people that I've never worked with before. It's, it's really nice to be in a space where I can really develop, I can really experiment and have the time to create something that I know my fans and people who haven't heard my music are going to be really excited about and, and kind of be like, who's that? You know, I, you know, cause there's, there are things that I'm writing right now that I'm like, ooh, I wouldn't have been able to do that at that time or, you know, I, I feel like I can do that now. Um, just having conversations with myself in a way that I'm giving myself permission to be able to create, which is really nice. I'm, I'm, I'm in a really awesome space where um, I feel like I'm creating something new. For Jessica Malboy. <laughs> and, yeah, and I think if you're ever looking for something that's going to do really well, just create a series of 15 second songs that people can TikTok to. <laughs> you know it. Exactly. You know it. That's, that's, what, that's what's going to happen, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Or just cover, sure some, just cover some of those ones that are doing really well and get your name out there. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what? I, 
I have thought about that. That's definitely a backup plan. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now, follow Jessica Malboy on TikTok to see all that great Night Up Week content, but also to see her singing like a cappella in person. How amazing. Thank you so much. Uh, You are phenomenal. I love you. And we can't wait to see you on The Voice, which is coming later this year after the Olympics on 7, I believe. But we are so looking forward to seeing you hit that button, spin that chair and see who joins your team. (laughs) I love you so much. I'm so excited to see you guys. So I hope you have fun just as I have. Oh, Jess, it's been such a pleasure talking to you. Enjoy the rest of lockdown and hopefully we'll meet in person someday soon. Absolutely. You're a gem. Big love. 